Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And don't forget, you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV, and you'll see I'm not alone in the studio today. I always enjoy when I got guests joining us in studio. And she is your Miss Mississippi Volunteer 2020. Miss Evans Rett of Columbus, Mississippi, newly crowned like two weeks ago. So you are still in the midst of the whirlwind. So congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy for you to be here. And I'm also happy that this particular, I guess, pageant circuit is sort of really picking up in popularity and steam because I think volunteering is such a great sort of a platform or thing to sort of stand on and talk about. So let's talk about the pageant. How is Miss Mississippi Volunteer a little bit different than other pageant circuits in the state i just think it's their focus points for sure the serve initiatives is like what their main purpose is about and i think that they really focus on that and show that throughout the whole process of the pageant and that's one thing that really like made me go towards this program which just happened you mentioned two weeks ago there in tupelo and so how does it set up from girls all over mississippi come to it do you have to win to get into it kind of like with miss mississippi what's kind of the the setup to get to the to the pageant you claim a title and then you just prepare and you show up and you have fun and you do what you prepared for so that's how it goes so with volunteering being like that main sort of component to it how judged is probably it's probably the right word but are y'all judged on service or volunteerism if that's a real word we are everyone has goes into it with their own individual serve initiative and so you go into the interview and you talk about your serve initiative and then if you are to win then you go over the draft campaign serve initiative so that's how they put that in there so what is your or what was your serve initiative that you came into the pageant with the magnolia movement i had two prior initiatives before going into this and one of them was wake up for down syndrome and another one was uh, media and music or mental health and music i'm so sorry and um my one for this was the magnolia movement it was really just to broaden my demographic so i could go to um, different places and volunteer and just really put myself out there in whatever community that needed me. Well, share a little background about the other two because they seem really important and good work as well. Yes, yeah, so I had a cousin that was born with Down syndrome, and that's how I started Wake Up From Down Syndrome. His name was Wake, so that's where the oh. name came from, yes. And um, really it was just spreading knowledge on how their differences need to be just 
more knowledgeable to people in the community and really just what helps them and giving back and just making people more knowledgeable on Down syndrome. Which is definitely anytime you can raise awareness about how we're more alike than we are different and to celebrate our differences, that's definitely um, a good thing. You mentioned mental health and music, which I know those two things go together so well. And more research that comes out just more uh, reminds us that, man, we should really be paying attention to um, the music that we love. Right. So how did you connect that with with service? My passion is singing. I sing all the time, and it's an honor to be asked to sing around my community a lot, And whether that's a national anthem or um, I went to some nursing homes and sang for some elderly people, and I would go to preschools with people that had special needs and children that had special needs, and I would sing for them, and singing just makes everyone joyful and happy, and so I love that I get to share that talent with others. And people also enjoy it. It helps boost our mental health. It helps get get us up and out and get moving which i think is really cool um about music people forget you just turn on the music um and have a good a good old time whether you're singing it or not and sometimes like me i should not should not be singing it (laughs) you will not see me on the stage next to you evans at at all ever (laughs) but that's okay um that's what that's what those opportunities are for for those that are prepared for it so how did you prepare for miss mississippi volunteer I really seeked professional guidance in every single uh, aspect of the competition. I did mock interviews with people from my high school and other people from my parents' businesses and things like that. And um, in the talent aspect, I had an amazing talent teacher that I've been singing with her since I was like five years old. And I also got to work with Bill Wolf. He is an amazing producer of music, and he is just he really brought my voice to the next level and I worked with Luciera who is a fashion model she's a runway expert and she helped me on my walk so really just seeking professional guidance in every way I could really helped me prepare for this pageant so all pageants have kind of I guess same but the, I guess uh, similar but then different I guess uh, things that you're judged on so here you had your private interview I see fitness and wellness talent and then sort of evening gown Ooh, private interview that seems scary was yes. that scary it was an it was my first eight-minute interview so that was a little intimidating but the judges were so personable and so kind so it was really it was a good environment to be in was it one so you don't get the on air or sort of the on stage question that can be dreadful or do y'all is that also part of it we do so that is part of the top five so all the girls compete and then they go into a top 10 and then there's a top five and in the top five each girl is asked an on-stage question, and that is, like, the most dreadful part. But honestly, during my top five question, I kind of just had – at that point, I was just – I don't know why it was, but I was not nervous at all, and all my nerves just went away. And so I guess it was good because usually when I'm up there, I freeze up during that part. But I was, blah, 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 because you repeat the question, blah, but you can't yes. – you do. Do you remember your question? I do remember my question. It was – Something along the lines of how would I inspire younger girls and, like, go around the state encouraging Mm -hmm. girls to follow their dreams. And honestly, so in my answer, um, we had honeybee princesses. And those were, like, the little girls that got some stage time. And so that was really good for them. But I was across. We were on opposite sides of the stage. And my honeybee princess looked at me before I went to compete. And she gave me a thumbs up. 
And that, before I hit the stage, that just made me feel so much more confident because I was like, okay, this is what it's all about. I just looked over there, and this little girl is rooting me on. And so, and also hoping to maybe one day be walking in your shoes on that stage or something sort of similar. Yes. But also, I mean, you embody what the question asked was you, you somehow got inspiration to follow your dream of potentially, you know, winning the crown. Where did you get inspired to maybe try the pageant? So I actually took an off year. I went from teen to miss. And so. Um, I took an off year and I watched, I went and watched Hannah and she got crowned. And after watching just the program itself and all the girls like showcasing their talents and doing the on stage question, I just knew that I had to be a part of that of this program because it's still new like there's three crowns um you mentioned caitlin was the first one i think she joined us here on good things the first year it was out we have not had a hannah in yet but she's been busy yes because she went on to which where you will go on which is the miss america volunteer uh, pageant when will that come up that will you. come up next June. Next June for you. Yes, yeah, well, so I have she, a whole year. Yeah, to you have prepare, a whole yeah. year to prepare. But she went and she actually won. So she's now right. She is Miss America volunteer. All the words, right? Yeah, all the words. But but that's really cool and exciting. Do you know like a background why the why this pageant got started? Where was the gap that they felt like as this platform uh, this pageant could fill? I just feel like they they knew that. Women in pageants needed to broadcast like more than one thing about themselves. It's this, this pageant is about talented women, inspiring women, um, encouraging women. And so I just think that that is what this pageant embodied and that's the foundation that it's began on. Right. And then it's also about volunteering, getting back into your community and all of that, which you'll get to do. Um, so as the spokesperson, or I guess the crown, you also become the spokesperson, the Mississippi Highway Patrol's drive campaign, yes. which I think is very important. Um, you'll be going around and what you'll be doing for the next year. I'm so excited about the drive campaign. So I knew that when I started this this pageant that I wanted to just bring awareness to causes that were close to my heart. And, of course, I have the Magnolia Movement, but I knew that I wanted to be the spokesperson for the drive campaign. When I was um, 16, I was in a head-on collision. I was stopped at a red light, and someone had hit me head-on because they were texting and driving. And I'd had my license for about two weeks, so after that, I was, like, terrified to drive. But... I knew that with this being my new platform, that I can go out there and I can imprint and impact on these younger children and these teenagers and adults, anybody, just how important it is to drive safely, not only for others, but for yourself as well. Well, I think you'll do that beautifully, um, Evans, but stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Watch good things. We are on computer, your mobile device. You can watch us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices. You can even find good things on YouTube. You can also find us on Seaspire TV if you've got that. We're on channel 70, right next to the Weather Channel, which is just hot, guys. No reason to go to the Weather Channel. You can also catch good things in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to the Mississippi Wildlife Foundation's Conservation Raffle. I got it right today. It's going on right now. So get your tickets for great prizes, all the while supporting wildlife conservation and outdoor recreation in Mississippi, visit the raffle website mwfp.foundationraffle.com for more information on where and how to purchase your raffle tickets. Tickets are 20 bucks and you can purchase them only online, so go ahead and do that. It ends on the 30th of this month. The drawing is on the 14th of August. And the best part, you do not have to be present to win. But our guest who's still in studio with us today, Evans Rett, she was present to win the crown of Miss Mississippi Volunteer 2024. Your hometown is Columbus, but the actual pageant took place in Tupelo. But where are you calling home now? Where Where are you at in life outside of representing the crown? So I go to the University of Alabama. Are you allowed to say that out loud, Mississippi? I don't know. I think it's like forbidden. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to do it. We'll be rebels on here. Yes, we'll just go with it. Well, it's only an hour away, so it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big. Ah, there's maybe some, uh, you know, um, old Miss or State fans that are like, it is a big deal. But no, that's fine. You're she's furthering. A she's a traitor. You're furthering your education. You yes. are a Mississippian um, at heart. What are you studying there? I'm studying communications and I'm minoring in sports broadcasting, which I think is um, is really cool. We need more women in sports broadcasting we and do. communications. So good for you on that. I know that the pageant also prides itself on being a scholarship program. Yes. So along with the fact that you've got a cool year representing Mississippi, what else does the does the program provide young women? I got over $10,000 in scholarships, which is just going to help me further my education and become more successful in whatever career path I choose. Um, and so that's just really, really valuable to them. And I know that they have, they have offered over two, $200,000 in scholarships. So that's real money. That's life changing money for, for yes. young women who are looking to further their, um, further their education. You mentioned the different levels of the organization. So you, the Miss Mississippi volunteer team, were, did you get that crown or did you compete in that pageant? For the team? Yes. I did not compete in that pageant. So, um, there's like age restrictions and I don't know, I cannot tell you exactly okay. what the but teen, teen is. probably is teen. But I'm pretty sure that the Miss is from 19 all the way to 26. So they have the different levels. So if anyone's listening who may have a young woman who are a young girl in their um, family that would be interested in it, there's different levels for for competing. Yes. If they are, when should they get started? Like if this was or when was your first um, pageant, Evans, when did you sort of get into that being something as an opportunity to build scholarship and, and further your education? So I haven't been doing pageants since I was like very young, but I would say my first pageant was in 2019 and I took a couple years off. I did them sporadically, but they were all teen pageants. So this was actually my first Miss pageant. So making that jump from teen to Miss was very big, but good because of my support system that I had. So it was easier. Yes. 
Well, and also, too, in reminding uh, young women that they are the opportunity to get scholarship uh, programs. You know, some girls sort of shy away with all the different things that are going on. But would you say embrace it and give it a shot if you have a young woman that's interested in it? My motto is don't knock it till you try it. So I would go for it. There's there's nothing that you won't get out of doing this. You either grow or you learn a lesson or you better your interview skills or you get in front of a crowd for the first time and sing a song. So I am telling the little girls out there and whoever wants to do this pageant, just try it. Just try it. I mean, give it a try. Um, You never know. You never know what may happen or come of it. Um, But the other part to this you were speaking on was the fact that now you are the new spokesperson for the Mississippi Highway Patrol's Drive Campaign, which is teaching uh, driving safety skills to teenagers. How will you be? How will you be that spokesperson? How will be that advocate? What will that role look like for you? I'll be going around and talking to many students about just driving safe and the tools that they can use to drive safer. Um, and not just talking, but teaching, teaching little, little things that could just affect you hugely. Like, um, for instance, instead of texting and driving, use Siri and voice memo something or just call instead. And I, f- my goal is to, if I impact one person at every single appearance that I make talking about drive safe, safety driving, then I've done my job there. So other than texting and driving, which we all know that's obnoxious and annoying and we shouldn't be doing it, but I know that teens are hard-headed and that's probably one. Um, If they can figure out a device that when your teen gets in the car, it shuts off their phone, that will be a million. Every parent listening to good things would buy into that. But that's not the only thing that creates uh, problems for teen drivers. So what are some of the other tools or tips that you'll be sharing? Some of them are very easy, Um, just wearing your seatbelt and just encourage, like really imprinting on the little things about safe driving and just showing stories and telling stories. I feel like that is one way that you can really get to teens when they see a visual or have a personal story that someone's telling. It really sticks with them rather than just, I mean, not to say this but like adults sometimes yeah, are just like and especially with the highway patrolmen they're saying like wear your seatbelt well everyone knows that the police officers are going to tell you so i feel like it's, it's really good what, what they're doing with people like me and hannah to get on the teen level and really get it out there how can people if they want wanted you to come and, and speak to a specific group of teens is there a way to do that or do you already have someone who's working your schedule out for that yeah, so there's a link that we can send to whoever reaches out um, on Instagram. There's a Miss Mississippi volunteer page, and you can go to the email in their bio, and we will send you the link, and you can fill out this form, and I will come make an appearance, me and Rebecca, my teen. Not me. Yeah, not me, but <laughs> both of us together. Yes, Rebecca, my teen, um, she will will come and just talk about safe driving. One of the craziest things, if you've never had the chance to do it, I remember churches used to have this back back in Rhino and I's day, but they were the simulators of what it was like to have a wreck if yes. you didn't have your seatbelt on or the driving drunk sort of goggles or whatever it may be to, to sort of simulate that. And then what it's like and all the th- and, and that'll scare that scare the bejesus out of you. Yes, I, I've never 
I've seen those, but I've never personally used one or been in one. But they may still have them around. My kids just aren't quite at that age where they're being um, told at least that uh, for now. But but I hope they do. I hope they get in there and scare the bejesus out yes. of them. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not opposed to that at all. Okay, so you're moving on. I mean, you're going to have a busy week. You've only I mean busy year. You've only had the crown for two weeks now. So what's on your docket next, uh, Evans? Where are you Where are you headed? What are you up to? Where can people find you? I have a really big opportunity coming up. And one thing that I going into this pageant, right when we got there, we were sitting down and Hannah like was talking to all of us. And she was like, whoever wins, I want you to know that if your wish is like their command, like they're going to try whatever you want. They're going to try so hard to make that happen. And right when I won the crown, a couple of days later, they were like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to model for Cher Hill if I could. And I actually will be doing that. It's cool. Uh, July 28th through August 4th. And so stuff is just happening and the opportunities are endless and I'm ready to take advantage of this year. If someone's not familiar with that brand or company, who is it? Yes. Okay. So Sherry Hill is a famous like dress designer. So for evening gowns, she's really big in pageantry. And so I'm, I'm just so happy for that opportunity. It's going to be amazing. And you get to shop for another one. Like or two, I don't know how many you get to take to. So where where is the Miss America Volunteer Pageant at? It is in Jackson, Tennessee, and so uh, yes, I'll have. I need a lot of dresses for this whole year, so I'll be able to play dress up all the time. You well, and then don't forget your sweats too, because sometimes you just need a little little downtime. T-shirt and tennis, yeah. Uh-huh. T-shirt and tennis shoes. So when Evans is in her her sweats and her t-shirts, what does she like to do? I like to just hang out with my friends and watch Netflix. I really, I like to work out. I work out a lot in my meantime. But other than that, you can catch me watching Netflix, probably eating a yogurt bowl and sitting down and doing nothing. (laughs) Well, looking to sports broadcasting and communication, what's the big dream? The big dream is just to be a sports broadcaster and just be as successful as in that career as I can. Honestly, right now, I just changed my major over last year to communication, so I was figuring it out. But I'm I'm really passionate about it now that I've gotten that one year in, and so I'm excited to see where it's going to take me. You do realize during this specific football season, you're just going to have to keep your mouth shut. I know. I know. I cannot say the RT thing. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. You can say Rebecca Turner. Rebecca Turner. All you want to. Every time you get the urge to say another, you just come out with Rebecca Rebecca Turner. Yes, I will. Oh, but you're still a Mississippi girl at heart and we completely wish you the best of luck. We will be following you over the year and into next year, into June. So, Evans, you're welcome back anytime. Where can everybody find you online? Thank you so much. Okay, you can find me on instagram at miss mississippi volunteer you can find me at evans.ret and you can just call me if you have my number <laughs> all righty well we'll keep up with you for sure so good luck and you guys stick with us we got a few Thank more good so things much. for you coming up next i got on black magic woman i got on black magic woman I got a black magic woman who's got me so black as you can see. I got a black magic woman and she's trying to make a devil out of me. Rebecca Turner. She looks 
healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. And where down we go? Listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And of course, you can always find us too, your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Supertalk TV. And you have to head to one of our registration boxes near you to register for the Guns N' Roses package giveaway that's coming uh, to the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. On September the 20th, I guess the package is coming on September the 20th. The concert is coming September the 20th to the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. And if that is your thing, if that is your jam that you enjoy, why not try to win a pair of tickets to go see it and get the VIP treatment with the night's stay at the luxurious Beau Rivage and a limo ride to and from the concert. You do have to be 21 to enter. And if you want to find out where a registration box near you is, go to supertalk.fm slash GNR. And register, I guess, as much as you would would want to to see if you win. Not sure when that drawing will be, but you don't have to wait to find out if you won the billion dollars because my guess is if it is you, you're not listening to good things right now. I'm just going to go on and throw that out there. You're probably not at work. You're probably buying the finest champagne you can possibly find if you enjoy that or the richest ice cream that you can find if you celebrate with that. Uh, but you're probably from or have recently been to California because that is where it was. And it was a one in 292.2 million odds to win the $1.8 billion power. So you're ball. saying there's a chance. Saying that there's a chance. It's the third largest in the history of the game. I just always think it's crazy that there's a single winner. So it's just one, like the, you know, so when you are betting odds, there, there may not be in your favor, but there's still a chance that it could work out in your favor. The single player matched the white balls 7, 10, 11, 13, 24, and the power ball 24, along with the power play two times multiplier, which I'm not sure about all that lingo other than the jackpot has a cash value of 558.1 million is that without without so taxes removed of that or is that just if you take the lump sum Uh, i'd have to double check but i think that's just the lump sum you would start to pay taxes out of that i say this every time that's some evil stuff you you got a way to automatically take your taxes out of my paycheck. If I win $558.1 million in cash, just, you know, obviously the one bill that I take it, I'm going to need you to write that check for yourself because I will get physically ill getting $558.1 million put into my tiny little local checking account and then having to pull out and paste together two checks so I have enough room to write out exactly what I'm going to have to turn back over to you and then watch it then said leave and no i'm not one who is complaining about having to pay taxes on that because of what you have left i'd still be incredibly grateful for but i'm human and that would hurt 
I mean, I'll complain about paying taxes. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't think it makes any sense that we have to play this mind game of, all right, you got to give the government a certain amount of your money, but the government's not going to tell you, and if you get it wrong, you're in trouble. Just send me the bill. Yes. Oh, that's fair. Don't send me the bill, though. You take the taxes out of my check. If I hit the lottery, you have cahoots with all the Mississippi Roads and Bridges funds all over the state. Go ahead and just send it Send it that way. So what I get out of sight, out of mind with that, you're happy, I'm happy. I didn't have to get a hand cramp from writing out all the millions of dollars that I turned around and had to just send right back that's to you. That's why you just take the annuity. Because an, the annuity on a billion, you got to pay taxes every year on it, but... That annuity is going to give you a paycheck that's bigger than several years' worth of work every single year. So you're you're going to pay Uncle Sam every year, but that's just like filing your normal taxes. I got tickled at the statement that was made by one of the heads in the Powerball product group, and he said, for more than 30 years, Powerball has brought people together to dream big and win big. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yes, it is a topic of conversation. corporate mumbo-jumbo. And in doing so, has raised billions of dollars for good causes, supported by lotteries. And hopefully so. I don't want to take away from the good stuff. It's just funny to think that that is community service. We are the lottery. There is a synergistic development of... (laughs) We are not all rooting for each other for the lottery. We may all come together to talk about it and have fun conversations like we're doing here on Good Things and dream about what we would do with the money or couldn't do with the money, but like I'm not I'm not rooting for my neighbor to win it. That that's not how this works. Or it's just a topic of conversation we're all having and the excitement around it could be me, not you. Who wins it? Which is the which is the complete opposite of bringing the community together. Which it's, every time one of these big ticket Powerballs or Mega Millions or whatever hits a top five record payout, you always see the same picture going around the internet on social media mm-hmm. of the guy that won the lottery and showed up wearing gloves and a scream mask so his relatives wouldn't know he won. Absolutely. I I I have not yet played the lottery, so that's so it's not a any intentional choice. I just don't think about it. But I am one who and I know every time I say this my husband rolls his eyes and says to reminds God that that's her not me. So for him to be able to win cuz he does he does like to play when it gets big like that. But I just feel the pressure that would come with a billion dollars. Like I, I don't, I, I don't want it. Like I wouldn't mind enough to be comfortable, but it just feels like for too many folks, things just start to go south once they get that kind. There's a reason that there's a TV show called The Lottery Wrecked My Life for like for a reason because folks go stupid and then people around them go stupid and then you give dumb folks a lot of money, dumb things happen, and so. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm pointing the finger at myself. I don't know if I'd be responsible with that with that kind of cash. So, um, why is there a giraffe in the living room? <laughs> I don't know. I got it off Amazon. <laughs> Wait, that's not a stat. That's a real giraffe. How did you get that? I don't, it's a lot you can get with five hundred million dollars. <laughs> if you want a giraffe in your living room, then then you just you just go right ahead, sort of with it. And then there's the sea of folks who are screaming right now, like not me. 
Test me, Lord. Test me. Test me to see <laughs> how it would end up for for me. I did hear, though, I was in line, and it is buzz, and it does, especially within gas stations when it gets that high. Everybody's in line talking about getting their tickets. Have you gotten your ticket? If you're at a gas station that sells it, and I think that is a lot of fun. And the cashiers and whatnot talking about how or you're not supposed to let it pick the numbers for you. Statistically speaking, you should pick your own numbers, even if they're random, because I don't know, like all the different, you know, which is just funny that everybody becomes a lottery expert when it gets up to the, you know, the one point or the billion sort of. Everybody's uh, got a system. Everybody's got like a system um, in that. I do like the My Lottery Dream Home on HGTV. I do like that show because. You do see some folks, and when you think of winning the lottery, yeah, we some somebody in California just won half a million potentially in cash today, but um, half a billion, but half a billion, correct? Thank you. I mean, half I'd like a half, half a million, million but, but half a billion dollars, which is significantly more. But they'll win like just a million or like five hundred thousand, and they're still trying to find homes that they can pay cash for, but keep it within. Like if they win five hundred thousand, their budget may be one hundred and fifty thousand. You know, I mean, and they are normal people who are trying to be. Those shows, at least, they have that that level of realism to them where it's believable. It's like, all right, it makes sense. You're throwing six figures at a at a house remodel or something because you just won the lottery. That makes sense. It's when you got these shows where the the wife is a stay at home mom and the dad is a That's house hunters ferret wrangler, and they got a three point two million dollar budget, and it's like. Are y'all slinging dope? Where's this money coming from? I agree. I do agree with that. Darren and Jackson said, if I win the lottery, the first thing I do is throw this phone into the Pearl River. I've heard Perez, who um producer of the Gallo Show, says the same thing. He has said, if I win the lottery, the, he's like, the phone's going off and into the trash. Like, it's going like, I don't know you. You don't know me. We are. You would handle it so much better than I would, Rhino. You would. You say that, but I, I remember joking in high school and college, and I guess I would still do this, but I, I wouldn't wish it on anybody at this point because it's so hot outside. But if I ever won the lottery, if I ever made that much money, I would hire somebody to wear a tuxedo and hold my mailbox. <laughs> That'd be the, the weird thing I would do with the money. Well, you know, I mean, I guess royalty's got folks just standing outside gates holding with the little hats. Why not have somebody? I don't know. I don't even know. I can't even fathom. I can't even imagine. Someone said federal taxes on lottery winnings are usually around 24%. And then other taxes can apply. See? I get it. Get your share. But get your share before you send it to me. Don't make me write the check and turn around. That's just mean. Stick with us. we got more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
back to Good Things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We are also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can find the boys coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi live in Nashville for one more day. They are wrapping up their time at the SEC Media Days uh, today, which has been the countdown to the start of the college football season. They've had some great conversations and interviews over the last week. And I know today will be will be the same. And Sports Talk Mississippi's coverage of the 2023 SEC Media Days is presented by Genteel Apparel. So visit GenTillApparel.com to check out their full line of sportswear, including the collegiate collection for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. And I think today was Ole Miss's day. So lots of good things, I'm sure, coming that way. Here is a Guinness World Record that you might could try because it has Mississippi in the name. But I doubt you're going to give it a try because it's nuts. Canoe team breaks record for paddling the Mississippi River. Not part of it, not at night, just straight at night, but straight through the Mississippi River. A team of four men. Well, it depends which way do they start. Do they start at the south or do they start at the north? If you start at the north, you just you, you follow the, the, the flow. It's not a whole lot of work. But if you start at the south, you are working your tail off to make it to the top. A team of four men took to their canoe. <laughs> Sounds like the start of a campfire song. From Lake... Something of Gulf of Mexico. Oh, so they they started at the bottom and went to the top. Officially broke the Guinness World Record for fastest time to row the length of the Mississippi River by a team. How long do you think it took them? I have no idea how long the Mississippi River is. I'm sure I learned that in school at some point, but I really haven't needed that since graduating. 27 days, 12 hours, and 33 minutes. 16 days, 20 hours, and 16 minutes. They're a little faster than I thought. Mm-hmm. They confirmed the men broke the previous record of 17 days, 19 hours, and 46 minutes, which was set in 2021. I just want to know, what do you what, what do you dudes doing around a fire? Just say, hey, let's get in the boat, and let's see if we can go up river as fast as possible. <laughs> Pack snacks. <laughs> Break a record. Like, I mean, I just, I don't know. It's... It, feels like those are the kind of people that would climb Mount Everest, but they don't have $150,000 laying around that they could afford to go do it. So they found something that was a little bit more their speed when it came to the money they had available. Are you enormously disappointed if you don't win? Like if something goes wrong, like if you know you're not going to make the record, do you just forfeit? Like do you just go ahead and stop? No. Or do you see it through to say you did it? Because unless something really goes wrong and, and you you haven't made it past Memphis and you still you got like three days left on the record, you're pretty close to finishing by the time you figure out we're not going to make it. So you just finish it up at that point. Because I guess you got to get out. Who's All coming right. to get you? I have so many questions. And like, what kind of canoe does everybody have a paddle, or do we rotate? Like, are we in shifts? There's four of you. And I don't know many canoes, but four feels like a lot to be in a canoe. Usually you see two to a canoe, because it rhymes. Two to a canoe. Four feels like a yeah, lot. four would be a bit much. Unless it's like a really big, a big canoe. And then there are two sitting in the middle, Indian style, the entire time, going upstream and then swatching out. No, if we're going upstream, everybody's paddling. <laughs> the Mississippi River is a little over 2,300 miles. It's a long way to be just 
going upstream. Row, row, row your boat. How do you entertain yourself? Probably a lot of row your boat until yeah. that gets until you start hearing funniness. That's one of those things. Four friends. One of them was the instigator of this BS. One. The other one is probably the ha- enabler. The enabler. But there's one sad one that just got bullied into it. <laughs> like, oh, man, come on, be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll but that's record. the one that's going to be singing some 99 bottles of beer on the wall at 3 in the morning when everybody else is, no, we got to keep paddling, dude. 97 bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> Y'all made me do this. We're doing it. We're do- yes, it's like, oh, heck no. This was your idea, Jim Bob. Let's get up here and sort of get this done and get it finished and going and going the whole way. I mean, congratulations to them. They've got a now certificate that they can frame with a mat and all and put it on their wall and say that they have done. And I'm sure it was an adventure. I didn't do the math to check it, but if that's correct, that is insanity. 143 miles a day upstream. You are moving. I mean, that's... So now, now I'm curious. We need a team to go downstream. I want to know. Get it done in about a week. <laughs> really? Just hang on? Oh, probably quicker than that. That is nuts. All right. Get you some buddies and go. No, don't try it. We are not, we are not recommending that here on Good Things. I retract all that. Just stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. you got the boys from Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back with you tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.